0: Welcome back to the Goalie Corner presented by One Stop Goaltending, and welcome back to the second part of the Clay Stevenson interview. I'm excited to hear what everybody's feedback is and the younger goalies to listen to how a professional and Washington Capitals future star goalie will talk about how he breaks down his game and how he's able to protect his game from other coaches and other people's opinions on how they should be playing. It is your game. You should protect it. And do what is best for yourself and your game. Take in other people's advice. But at the end of the day, it is your style and it is your game. Um, Now you teased it, the COVID season where you guys didn't play a single game there. You kind of teased that might have been the best year of your your career so far or or what's helped you in your career, right? Why Mm -hmm. is that? Yeah, I
1: think it's um well I started working with um with Jason Tapp at at, at Dartmouth, who's my goalie coach, and it was a new coaching staff coming in. So so it was new for them, new for new for me, and it was a a brand new relationship to to build and and grow on. And um we were always hoping there was gonna be a season, but it ended, ended up getting getting canceled about two months into two or and two and a half months into the school year, but um yeah i mean we were just there we were working out a ton That's what you do at college too you work out so much you know it's it's crazy so it's absurd um you just get so much stronger and i think that really helped me also kind of grow into some strength and and start to kind of build some of that man strength and stuff and um so physically i was getting a lot stronger and more flexible and And my game was was starting to develop too because i mean i was moving up a level players get get better and so you have to you have to grow your game too and um i think tapper really really helped me access some some of my game that um that i that i was missing and um that comes into a more more cognitive game and a little bit more reserved because i would i would i would kind of play very very out there in juniors and stuff and you know get really excited onto pucks and um start fighting it a little bit but even then i i was getting better with that in my last year and having success there but um yeah i was just i was training so much at, at dartmouth that freshman year and skating so much and doing so much training that coming into a new season i i felt so ready to <laughs> for the college hockey game i might i just felt so confident in in my technical abilities and how i was reading the games in practice because i was i'd always think you know as coming from a game to a practice you're you're practicing and you're getting so many more grade a opportunity shots to save you know and then you transition into a game and you only get a few of those a game so when you're having so many opportunities to save really high quality shots in practice and then it comes into a game where you just have to read when those grade A shots are happening and then you it's just I find it's it's an easier game you make the game harder on yourself in practice it helps make the games a little easier
0: (laughs) Yeah, always, always, right. A lot of people say practice like you want to play. I think it's work hard and practice to make the game easy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it was just my. I just developed a new my a new parts of my game that whole first year and learning different angles on the ice and um, you know changing a little bit, changing things in your stance to give yourself the most access onto pucks and. Um, that's lots that's been a big big key into my game that's that's helped me succeed a lot too.
0: now you you teased the the next question again for me here um (laughs) you said you once described your game as an athletic style and then you changed it into a cerebral or more cerebral style I was wondering if you could actually explain what you mean by the cerebral
1: yeah it's it's interesting like I'm a, a brand and a foundation of my game is that I do I do play an athletic style and a very quick and style but the thing is is you you can't get too crazy out there losing your net all the time when you're when you're playing that athletic style and that's something I would do a lot to, um, in juniors where you would have to be moving so far <laughs> to get to pucks so um and being athletic is always going to be a part of my game it's not something that's that's left but turning my game into something a little bit more cognitive and using your brain is you you need to figure out ways to slow the game down in front of you and um i think when i started really thinking about the game and having a plan to attack certain situations in in the right ways is really really important as a goaltender because like I'm a, I'm like a very good technically goal technical goalie I I feel like my foundation is quite good in the way in the way I play in the way I move and an attribute that um, I've had a lot of success with and that's helped me with my success but when you, you're kind of just reacting to the game and don't have a plan for for the things that are happening in front of you and you have to scan and read threats and make the right save selections, I think kind of slowing it down in front of you and taking the extra quarter to half a second to look at where the puck's going and then push and make a decision to what you need to do. Because what I find is if you're, if you're a little bit, you, you just kind of the pass goes. You kind of just move. You don't really know what you're gonna do. You, I mean, you can look first, but are you really looking at where, what you're doing and what's going on in front of you? So I think that's uh, been a been an interesting um, shift for me. And things that have helped me do that are um, keeping my chin and eyes down when I look, because if you're if you have your chin up and you look across that doesn't really help yourself because you know your, your your eyes is like a, a scope of your gun you know i mean if your eyes are up and off I mean, you're the whole gun is going to be off as you're trying to go yeah hit your mark
0: you know that's lyle mass right yeah that is yeah, Lyle. Head he got, trajectory. Got that from him. yeah down around so the that's, that's been
1: a big key this year i mean definitely worked on it a little bit at at dartmouth but not too too much but but, yeah, I, and I something, like, I found, too, is I don't know if you've heard my, like, car analogy in I goaltending. Did. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's also something I I was just trying to find a way to think differently about the game and what's something that could help, like, focus my mind and, like like, utilize what's happening around me is my my car analogy too. It, it was good
0: it made a lot yeah. of sense i was driving in the car when i was listening to that and i was like you yeah. know what <laughs> this analogy is kind of hitting everything around the, like on the head there right <laughs> yeah definitely what, yeah. whatever you're whatever's going on outside your job is to get to your destination safely yeah one. and then yeah. you have to let the noise be the noise and you gotta keep your eyes on the road yeah definitely and um
1: I've definitely found um, that using using mental mental cues and, and breathing has has really helped transition myself into having a lot more focus and turning my game a little bit smarter and more cerebral um, so um, I think that's something to to play with if, if you're a young goalie out there too is is finding things that mentally make you click I mean you got to find a way to to turn it on you know it's once you get into high levels it it becomes more of a job and it's everything's about performance you know and obviously faith and people to help you along the ways but but everything comes down to to performance and um that's something
0: i've i've worked on a lot is yeah now, how All can those you I said. now being a pro goalie? How is it that you're able to keep making those small adjustments and learning something new throughout the seasons or every year? Yeah, it's just you always have to try and find a way to
1: to keep making yourself better. I mean, like I'll sit there and skate, just doing little simple exits from the RVH because I mean sometimes like you just you don't quite get the perfect transitions all the time so you got to be comfortable moving from all different angles and areas of your body so when you do so many reps each one might be a little bit different but um overall you know the the feel of how you're supposed to be moving into the pose, or the feels of how you're supposed to be moving across or gliding back and keeping your depths and um, not retreating when you're at the top of the top of the paint for point shots and, and stuff like that is all things to be thinking about as you're playing but you don't want to be thinking about them you just you you want to be able just to know what you're going to be doing out there and have that plan
0: you want right. your subconscious taken over
1: yeah for sure yeah but yeah. You just you need to be consciously thinking about this happens. You make your read. Is I know exactly what to do. I'm. I have my plan in place for this situation.
0: Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Now, last uh last question. Well, not last question. I'm yeah. notorious for that. No, yeah, it's,
1: we got all day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, you mentioned that you you find it very important to protect your game. How is it that you protect your game and what would you say to you 15 goalie so like a Bantamate goalie about trying to protect their game if they do they know their game yet at 15 years old?
1: Yeah it's it's hard to to know what your style of play is and how you want to approach the game. Um I think for me I was just i was just quite hungry to to learn and um this is um this is it's it's interesting i think a lot of like how this this happened this is something a uh, a goalie my age said to me when when i first first moved back to um first moved back to bc and started training again is um i was i was training with robert narwat and um he I remember he, he was a lot better than me at the time, but um moved he just he played really, really, really good. And I remember I was just we were training together and I, I gave him a lot of praise. I said, Man, like you're you're really good. Your movements are a lot better than mine right now. And I was like, um, you look really good. And I was just I was just trying to compliment the kid, you know, and he <laughs> told me he's like, Don't worry about my game. He's like, Worry, worry about your game. Like you'll you'll be you'll be fine, just you'll work every day a little bit like you'll understand it and that's um that's something that really stuck with me at at a young young age there at 16 and um that I literally just after that I just focused on getting a little bit better all the time you know I wasn't worried about what other kids my age were doing or how they were doing you know I just you just begin and work and and learn so yeah that's something interesting that i found started kind of my whole idea of of building my game
0: and um could it be that coming could could, sorry could it be that your game is or what you want to maintain is the strength that you've had the previous season and yeah for sure on that yeah
1: yeah definitely you can't ever like forget what's gotten you to the to the next levels i mean i think a lot of goalies can kind of start losing themselves and trying to become something but you got to know what's 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 got you to the next level and um i think the biggest thing with with protecting your game is you got to know why i i ask why a lot um why this move should be better than something i think is is right you know and i'll always have discussions with my goalie coaches that i i feel i like my body i i want to play the game like this and i think this is the right way to do something and then you you have conversations and you build on to like what what is right and um and i remember even like this is just this is an example so um coming off the posts like going out to the dot let's say in, in your zone you're on the post coming out to the dot i will often look like i'm just C cutting sea cutting out up there i mean because i don't like to step off the post if i'm just going right to the dot because um i feel just small I'm, I'm i feel like i'm just I, i'm just square i can just set my feet up it's hard to explain but i i feel like you get kind of get the
0: picture but i'm not yeah. t pushing off it's and it's so more of a you're pushing almost almost into an overlap now because your size yes yeah, you're just coming absolutely. forward yeah just literally just stepping up just yeah but i'm using my right foot to kind of just step up
1: and get off the post but and like if i'm on the blocker side and i remember i was taught i was on the ice and training and bill ranford was out there and um you know bill ranford's a great goalie yeah. coach and um, I was older at this time, like I, this was me going into Dartmouth. Um, so I was already kind of finding my game a little bit. And um, <laughs> we were talking about that post exits. And he, he said, like, this is maybe something you shouldn't quite do. But he was explaining something I didn't feel I was doing. And I I was doing it a different way. And um, I I ex- I went to the post and <laughs> explained to him how I was coming off the post and you you just have a conversation with this is how I feel. I'm I'm doing it, not the way you're explaining it. And he ended up just saying, Well, that's you're you're right. I mean, it's it's not a 50-50, you're not coming out on both legs. You're you're stepping out with authority and a purpose. And um, that's kind of things that you you gotta think about as as a goaltender is. If you're gonna if something's gonna change you got to know why and you gotta have a purpose to to why the change is happening and if it's something you believe you want to be doing and you figure out that this is going to work for me and this is how i want to play these situations like that's something you should protect a little bit you know and yeah then that starts to build who you are as a goalie and it's it's nothing to be ignorant about or rude about to goalie coaches or or anything always I've, I've always been very open and i've always listened and tried new ideas because you never know what you're going to pick up from from people and that's something i've i've thought a lot about and um that there's so much information out there it's why not pick what works for yourself and build your toolbox and then the next thing you know you're out there helping out other people with what you've learned and then the cycle just keeps
0: continuing and goaltending just gets better oh yeah i i think i think it's also important to know that for one i'm a big believer in like cross not cross training well yes but diversify your training so like who you're listening to right and if they rec the only thing goalie coaches can do is recommend. Trying something, Mm -hmm. right? Try it out. Give it a good, honest try, and then if it's not working, try to manipulate it into the game that you play. And if that's not working, all right, we tried, right? Definitely. Let's try to make how you want to play more efficient.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's I've been very fortunate to to have many goaltending coaches um, at all my levels that have only ever wanted that. For myself, they've wanted to see my game develop into what it is. and there like when you're f- starting out as a goalie and um, there's like fa- foundational just things, technical things to learn, like you gotta sometimes just listen to what a goalie coach has to say and what yeah, are doing because there is there is right and wrong ways to
0: how to play the game. And I think there's easy and hard ways.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Dominic Ashick kind I, of showed us the hard way. Yeah. One. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, <laughs> so there's like some things you just got to listen and, and learn, but eventually as you get those things down and um know your balance points and and how athletic you are and your flexibility ranges and um you can start to to make those styles your own and how you play and um yeah like this just made me think of that actually but at at dartmouth to to help myself come into more of like a cognitive game i i really changed from from t pushing everywhere just i was kind of shuffling around the crease now you know with but shuffling with power and shuffling with a purpose to hit my mark square and like a little bit more straight line and some of the places i would lose depth and get burned on but and that's just how the you you develop and and learn how to keep your depth with those situations and and stuff but um yeah that that helped me a lot too it's like a like a technical thing that i just started shuffling around the crease instead of t pushing
0: more how do you feel about that double c cut that people are starting to do out in europe have you seen that yet the double c cut up to the top of the crease
1: and stuff no like lateral oh i i that's that's not for me
0: i, I have you tried it
1: <laughs> yeah i've tried it i'll I'll do it sometimes but by accident um yeah honestly it's just like a feel thing if you're yeah you just kind of move it if that's that's also it too there's no like i don't really i like, have like an a, opinion
0: yeah. yeah
1: i mean it's like i'll i'll do all the things sometimes it'd be like my goalie coach would be like oh like why'd you do it this way usually do it like this almost every time i i don't know sometimes you just you you just feel this is how i'm I'm gonna play it and your body just kind of starts reacting to things and you just (laughs) yeah i don't know some yeah yeah it's weird sometimes goaltending.
0: no i've been trying to research into that and like how would i express when and when not to use that like like i'm sure there's times in your life where you threw out a pad stack on a random save and it's like yeah i, I actually wow.
1: i've actually never
0: you've never a done a pad stack, stack save
1: no oh, that's man never i've never felt like i've i've maybe i don't know yeah i've just i've cool. never been a guy to throw it out there i'll i'll dive at a puck before i throw my legs at a puck i think
0: <laughs> yeah i can't I've done like a handful in my lifetime and I can tell you why it was just like, <laughs> it's just, it's just the feeling. I'm like, okay, I got this guy locked in. Like I'm kind yeah. of down it out and players. Yeah. That's, that's great. fair. Yeah. So exactly. Was... It
1: just comes down to a feel. Sometimes the, the game's just a feel thing. It's people say that with golf a lot too, that, oh. you know, golf, it's just a feel, you know, you feel how you want to hit the ball or or whatever, but I somewhat similar to to goaltending too, or, it's just you, you see, and you, you react, and you, it's it's a feel thing.
0: I guess I don't have the feel for golf. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> it I, is so tough. Don't worry, I'm right there with you. It is tough. <laughs> we want to thank our friends over at Bet Stamps for supporting the goalie corner. Bet Stamps is an all-in-one marketplace for any sports better to find the best odds for any sports book. If you're new to sports betting or a seasoned vet, this is going to make finding picks easier and save you time. By using the app, you can line shop across all sports books to ensure you are finding the best value available for each wager. BetStamps allows you to track verified bets across all major sportsbooks. It is also a commission and royalty-free platform for people that like using other people's picks for specific sports. You are able to follow other bettors and are notified when they make picks. Download the app today and use our referral code, GoalieCorner, when you sign up. That is G-O-A-L-I-E-C-O-R-N-E-R. Again, at Goalie Corner. Back to the show. All right. Some wrapping up questions here. This has been a great conversation, by the way. Thanks again for coming on.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. It's awesome.
0: Uh, looking back in your career, what is something that you cherish? It can be a save, winning an award, or committing somewhere.
1: Yeah, I don't... Um looking back on on what what I've done so far I think I'm more just really excited
0: for the future but um I think yeah I don't know
1: I think it's just looking back I I just I cherish how how far I've come and looking at every every step of the way that that it's been and all the people that have been around to to kinda to kind of see it and see the success I've I've had and that I've grown. And um there's only been really like a small portion of people in my life that that have really been there since since the beginning of of me kind of really starting to pursue hockey seriously. And um I think my mom always believed that I was gonna be something special and she really really helped me out with that and um yeah it's just it's it's crazy to think sometimes uh, looking back that um that I've kind of got got to this point but um yeah I'm just yeah I just I just cherish the 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 journey of it I, I I love every step of the way of of training and and getting better for for hockey and um I definitely really have fun with the game now and um, sometimes even like I said when I was younger I thought about quitting and lost the love and um, well I, cause I, I don't know if I lost the love I, I always loved it but um, it's just the end how, goal how, goal how, goal how it goes hockey. sometimes you know yeah, yeah. it's you know it's lose sight of what you maybe want and I didn't know what I wanted with hockey you know I just liked it wanted to play and wanted to keep playing as long as I could and you know think something that really helped me was I always did really well in school I was <laughs> just in case you know I didn't go anywhere with hockey you, know, you always have school um yeah so anyway but got the best of both worlds going to Dartmouth I guess
0: no kidding what were you yeah. taking what was going to be your degree there I was
1: uh planning on majoring in philosophy politics and, and economics it's a it's a modified major um there at Dartmouth and
0: um i get I was, to a little bit of really enjoying
1: it yeah so it's yeah um, you can it's just a modified government major um technically is what it's called but um um so yeah, it's, yeah it was just you get to pick from those three major um subjects and kind of they all kind of correlate together and it's kind of they do. they do build your own major a little bit so um, that's pretty cool you know, philosophy politics and economics
0: when you were u13 u15 um so wee bantam what is yeah. something that you wish someone told you
1: um i was always um like when i was younger playing i i cared so much about the game and i think that's a really great attribute that that i had but i cared so much about the game that Whenever I got scored on, I would get so upset. I would just like, I, cause I knew I would all oh, I'd be just thinking about what I could have done to make the save or whatever, you know. And I was like that feeling you get when you make those those big saves or whatever. It's just something else, you know. And I always wanted. I was always chasing that feeling of making that save. And whenever it's like is it addicting to me, I thought and oh yeah whatever I would get scored on I hated the feeling you know and so I'd get really upset and I think if I was able to you know someone would just say like hey you know everyone always says like oh you know just forget it move on next puck next puck and um it's 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 true and I I say it to myself but I think you gotta have a purpose and, you know, you, you, you can think about it for a little bit, but that comes into like having a presence of mind and, um, funneling back your attention and not losing your focus. And, um, that was something I was really bad at, uh, at my younger stages, but, um, it took me a long time to figure out, uh, um, that mentality just to, to move on. So I think, um, if someone had, Helped me out with with that a little bit earlier. I would have. uh I probably would have um been a little bit further on in my my career. I think
0: at, at a younger age. But that's here. It's, or hard, there. it's hard to look back right now and be like, yeah, I'm upset <laughs> with that. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's you know, it's just it, that's. I guess I that was something I wish someone told me, you know, when I yeah. was younger that you know it's just you'll be all right. You know, trust trust in your abilities to. To make those saves, you know, and yeah, that's that's also a thing I I found with with consistency and and making um, transition to to having a, a using your brain a little bit more as you play is is finding out what you feel like when you play really good and finding ways to make yourself in that mode day in and day out like find what makes you feel your best when you're playing and figure out a way to duplicate that and that I think that is something that is very underrated Um, and something a a lot of young goalies and kids going into juniors need need to figure out and because you know there's so many games and you know, you're, you're not going to feel your best every, every day. You got to find out what is going to make you perform when you don't feel your best. And that's a difference between a lot of good goalies growing up and a lot of
0: great ones. i I think. I'm right. I'm right there with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. La- very last question. And then we'll yeah. really wrap her up here. What has been the best goalie lesson or tip that you've received? It seems like you alluded to it a little bit earlier, but was that the best? Um,
1: the best tips, I think. <laughs> I this is a funny one. I don't know if this is. I it's really hard for me to to choose. You know what what the best things I've 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 kind of received are. Of, so many things that so many great people have, have shared with me, but, um, a really memorable one, one I have is, is my coach in Hunter Mallhouse. He just said, said to me one day, he's like, play, you know, like goaltending simple. He's like puck in front, good puck behind bad. You know, it's like, that's, <laughs> that's that, really all. He is that Dooner? Yeah, that's was Dooner. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I always go back and see him and, um, we had, a. Definitely, he definitely pushed me a lot and pushed me to to be my best and some I, I really needed and some I really responded to, but um, definitely, actually, maybe some of the, some lessons I, some, I think one of my junior coaches said this, um, said, really listen to the message of what a coach is trying to say to you, um, like a coach may be mad, maybe yelling, but I've, coaches really deep down they they care for for what uh, they like want for the team as a whole and the success that you will have because team success leads to individual success so um if you just like trust in in what a coach is saying and even though they're yelling you know really think about what the message they're trying to bestow upon to you you know yes. it's just oh. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, I, you know,
0: I, that's it's a just, good
1: one. Yeah, it's I, I, and I think I was always quite good at that. Um, I you always take things with a little bit of a grain of salt and 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 really think about what that person was telling you, and then you can then in turn respond with a constructive comment, you know. Yeah, it's less about the tone, more about the actual message. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, sometimes tempers get heated, and you know, I'm i'm up there too and i'm I'm passionate on the ice and i'll i'll argue and i'll i'll yell sometimes but you know it's just ends up you know you just gotta trust in a conversation and and figure it out as you're there you know frustration is is tough sometimes as a, as a player and and getting into junior hockey and even in midget and whatnot you know frustration sucks you might think uh you know the coaches out to get me but you know that i I personally don't think they ever are um so very rarely yeah very rarely um so you know you know just just being a good person and having the rights right state of mind and doing your best and showing showing that
0: you care is is a big thing too showing that you care and want to get better yeah awesome well, I appreciate your time and jumping on the podcast here with us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, you know, I feel as
1: you when you do these podcasts and whatnot, there's always stuff you you think back on and you think, "aha, oh, you know, yeah, I missed that in that segment, but and stuff you want to talk about. But
0: um, hey, if you want to come back, That was good. I'm, I'm yeah, laughing. I mean,
1: been, yeah, maybe in a little while. I mean, after I've gained some more pro experience here and maybe at the end of the year, we can we can we can talk about kind of stuff I've learned over my first uh, of course my first pro season because that's something I was I was really excited for people um people would ask me what what you're most excited about uh, about your first pro season and I I would say I'm really excited to um when the season ends and I can I can reflect upon my first pro season and um the things that that went right and the things that went wrong and the things that i learned and um the successes i had and the lessons i learned from mistakes and whatnot and yeah i think that's very exciting so.
0: that is exciting that's something i kind of i miss with the game yeah, i get it yeah. now with coaching so every like half season i get to reflect okay did that go well did i get my message across like yeah i'm I gonna right. maintain Am I going to maintain the message and mm-hmm. keep driving it forward? And a big one is, are these kids actually going to develop into goalies? Like, what, what yeah. am I doing? So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's um, good. yeah.
1: I I uh, I spend my summers in in Kelowna tra- training with uh, with Lyle and um, training with Adam Francilia. So I'll I'll be around.
0: Yeah. 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 Maybe. Uh,
1: yeah. If you. Maybe if you got a camp or something, I can I can come out and I like I, I do enjoy coaching. So so maybe I can come out and, and help you out on some. So
0: yeah. Definitely keep that in mind.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, just let me know. I mean definitely pretty busy, but um like I, think, the, I, think I, you, I find uh, time and I got uh I got
0: free time, so yeah. Yeah, as a pro player, you got so much free time, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs>